and welcome to Half on Fifteen Hundred, Episode Fourteen. Hello, hi. Hello it's been a while. I'm excited to get back at it. So, welcome. Just in time, just in time for it to be summer and for us to say our lives are too busy and we'll have to take a break. <laughs> well, we started this in May, which is like like last year. We're oh, actually yeah. coming up on probably our first year celebration are we so really fun. i think That's so great. we started in may that was our very first one so which i think is funny because that is what uh, were we thinking starting in may oh. but we oh, made it work may 8th even yep wow, wow. yeah look at happy that happy one year house on 1500 yeah we should uh, light a candle make a yes, wish we should <laughs> one episode a month yeah, right. <laughs> like a couple specials. Pretty there. much. Pretty much. So, um, let's get started. So, I'll start off. I'm Annie. I'm the second child. You can't and... say middle? Well, I was, make... I was mixing it up. Oh. Kind of... I thought you were, like, purposely avoiding using the word middle. <laughs> Not, like, purposely. I was just trying to find a different way to say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're consistent. No, it's fine. They can roll with it. We've got sure. smart audiences. Sure. Mom and Julie. Yeah. No. <laughs> and possibly Brianna. Remember, oh, don't forget her. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Might have, right. We might have three. So and did I tell you Did I tell you that um, my brother-in-law listened to it? Oh, no. Yes. Welcome. My low for the past little while, it's been a little while since we've podcasted would be I don't know it's kind of mixed with the high but um I've been waking up earlier because the sun is out earlier which I actually enjoy because I'm like getting up around like 6 10 getting my exercising (laughs) all done and I just love the jump of the that it gives me to my day and I just get a lot more done but then that means I am so tired by 8 (laughs) 30 That I have to go to bed sooner, and so I don't love that. Oh, because... you mean 8:30 p.m.? I thought you yes. meant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I get up. I get up early. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I get up early to go back to bed. So. <laughs> yeah. No. So it just means my evenings. I'm super like whole, like not even there. So last night I stayed up till 10 because we finished Gallivant. Oh, is that a good uh, It was good. And so, anyway, but I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can even make it to 10. Like, I was dying. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's kind of my low slash high. Like, the high is in there because I do enjoy getting up earlier. And I love being, at, like, exercising in the mornings. It's just great. But then it's affecting my evening times, which I know with summer and kids coming up, you know. Anyway, so that's that. Yeah. But, then my real high, which was last month, was we went to Disneyland. Yay! And for my for our mother's 60th birthday, and it was a trip of a lifetime. Lots it was of great, so fun. Great memories and good times. It was fun to celebrate mom and um, everything I thought went as I envisioned it would as far as our, our planning and prep and mm-hmm. the gifts that we gave. And so it just was a really memorable trip. So that's me. Huzzah! So fun. So, Milo, hi. Uh, Mine is also kind of wrapped up into one. My high is that I'm now a permanent charge nurse at work. Oh, Um, wow. Because I've been a fake one. I've been a temporary (laughs) 
Chargers, which yeah. has actually been a really nice um, best of both worlds kind of situation because I get a change of scenery. I'm, I don't have patient assignments all the time. I get to you know help out the unit and be in charge, but I don't have the responsibility. And so it's been right. really nice, but now I do. So, oh. <laughs> so, and that's fine. The responsibility is fine. We'll see how I feel come evaluation times when I have to like do the evaluations for the group that I'm over. I'm not oh. super excited about that, but maybe it won't be that bad. But yeah. the low is that I have to go back to school, you guys. Oh. <laughs> yes. ah, and I've been master's? no my bachelor's, Annie. I don't have my bachelor's. You don't? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, somehow I thought you did. No, okay. no, and I have been super stubborn about it. And they they rolled this out maybe a year and a half ago that if you want to have like be a charge nurse or something like that. You have to have your. You have to commit to get your bachelor's by 2022. So I realize okay. I've got buckets of time, and everyone's right. like, "You should get it with me." And I had all these friends at work. They're like, "We're going to this school, and we're going to this mm-hmm. school, and you should come with us. It'll be so much more fun with friends." And I said, "You're right. Stop talking to me. I don't want to do it." Right. <laughs> yeah. And they all said, "You're just going to do it eventually." And I said, "I know. I yeah. know. You're absolutely right. I don't want to right yeah, now." Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I still don't want to. Um, but now I have to. So now I have to figure out, if I'm completely honest, the least amount of effort I can put in (laughs) to get this degree. Because here's why. I am not opposed to learning. I am not opposed to making myself become a better nurse. But the classes required to get my bachelor's degree do none of that. I learn nothing, and it does not make me a better nurse, specifically for my very um, niche you know, market, like my, the, my NICU market, they don't have any yeah. classes about that in the bachelor's program. And so that is why I'm so stubborn about it. It's because it doesn't actually do anything for me. Right. <laughs> so like, Megan, I'm oh, sorry, didn't mean no, to cut go, you off. Go I ahead. was going to say, I think it is going to be interesting having been in the workplace for as many years as you have to then go back to school in something you're currently doing right now. Like, that yeah. is very an interesting scenario to be in. Well, what kind of classes are you are you oh. going to be taking then? Community health. I'm sorry, I couldn't possibly care less about that. Like, I can't. I'm hurt. I'm part of a community, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I mean, Megan, just, how many classes or what are we? I don't know. At? Like I don't know. Okay. I, I honestly haven't looked into it yet. Do you have your associates okay. then? Yeah, I have my associates. Okay. So this could be way better than you're thinking. No. No, it's going to be exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's super low. Annie, I can't hear you very well. Are you being sarcastic? Annie, I can't hear you. No, I really can't. Oh, then it's... Because that's on your end, because I hear her just fine. I know. I was going to say, is that because you didn't like what I said? (laughs) I'm using that from now on. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. No. So here's... Sorry. Is that better? I can hear you. Don't worry about it. I can hear you. Because I I can't hear you still very well, Emily. So maybe we just aren't friends. Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. All right. Okay. But Emily, to answer your question, I think it will be exactly what I think it is, (laughs) (laughs) which is a colossal waste of my time <laughs> that I'm required to do so that I can get paid more. That's, are they that's paying, I, are they providing the um, education as far as like paying for your school? I get a reimbursement, so it depends on the okay. school that I choose and how long I like 
yeah, how long I take and stuff. So, I mean, I know that I could do this super part-time and uh-huh. do, like, two classes a semester, yeah. and it would take me, I don't know, probably two years or something right. to get it done, or I could do it more of a full-time, and I could probably bust it out in a year, but I don't really want to do that either because I don't want to hate my life, mm-hmm. you know. Well, is, it a, is it a bachelor's in nursing? Is that what it is? Yes, yeah. But, but again, it's for, like, adult garbage that I don't care right. about. Yeah. And, and, like, you know, and, and some of it will probably be about management, which I guess will apply to me, but I don't care. Like, I, just, <laughs> I just, I would rather pay money and do nothing and get the piece of paper because I feel like it's exactly the same thing, like, mm. except for I have to jump through hoops instead of just pay money. So. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. But, I mean, I was in a bachelor's program when I first graduated from, you know, when I got my license and I first graduated with my associates. And then that fall I went into a bachelor's program, and I loved college. I loved everything about it. I loved, like, it was everything I had hoped it would be, and I loved my life during it. I started that bachelor's program and hated every second. Mm. And Alex, you know, and I was newly married, and Alex was looking at me. He's like, what is happening? Like, you <laughs> You yeah. love school. And I was like, I hate right. this. I hate mm. this so much. And mm. I was three weeks into it. And I was like, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want right. to do this at all. And obviously, hindsight, I should have just stuck it out. It would have been a year of full-time school, and then mm. I would have been done. Right. But at the time, he's like, well, does it do anything for you? I said, no. He's like, you don't get paid more for it? And I said, no. He's like, okay, well, you do whatever you want then. I said, I'm out. Right. <laughs> and then I quit. <laughs> so I think I just have this in memory in the back of my mind of how much I hated it. Right. So yeah, sure. maybe it'll be a little bit different. Probably not. Yeah. But we'll see. Right. So, sorry, that was my very long. Wait, I have one more follow-up question, though. <laughs> yeah. Are a majority of your classes going to be online? Oh, I will only do online. I'm okay. not going to a campus. I don't have time okay. for that. <laughs> yeah, and I was just looking it up. There are so many online BSN classes. Oh, there's tons. Tons and tons. But here's the problem. Some of them still require clinicals, and that, my friends, is not happening. I am not working full-time and then spending my time off doing community adult nursing clinicals. Never happening ever. (laughs) Well, there's got to be something for the person who's in that working class where what you're doing can pass off. No, 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 it doesn't pass off anything. Nope. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, I've i narrowed it down to probably two or three options of schools, and I just need to, like, really look into it. I've, I have requested my transcript from Weber State, <clears throat> and so I got that a little while ago. So I need to look over it and see, like, mm-hmm. how much of it transfers over and how many classes I still have to take per school and whatever. Yeah. What schools are you looking at? Um, well, so there's Dixie State, which doesn't require any clinicals, because these are my requirements. Like, it can't require any <laughs> clinicals. It has to be solely online, and it can't, right. can't be, like, a million dollars. Sure. Because a lot, of, a lot of the ones that are solely online that are, like, tiny just online schools are, for whatever reason, a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dixie State doesn't require any clinicals, and I've got two fr- three friends that are in that right now, and they've, it's been fine for them. Uh, BYU-Idaho also I don't think um, requires any clinicals, but I think they do require religion classes because it's BYU-Idaho. And I, if I'm completely honest and selfish, I don't know that I want to waste 
my time on those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I just if I have to go to school, I just want to get done what I have to do. But sure. who knows? Maybe I'll end up going. And I'm sure it would be good for me. Like it's not like that. I'd learn stuff there. That yeah. would actually be applicable to my life. But yeah, anyway, yeah. um and then there's always the option of Western Governors, which is you pay per six month semester and then you bust out as many classes as you can. Hmm. So the faster you do it, the less money you pay oh. per class. Interesting. Um, but and you can like test out of some of the classes. Like you can t you can take a pretest, and if you do well enough, you can just skip straight to the test, and then wow. just be done with the class, kind of a thing. Uh -huh. Or at the very least, it tells you you know what you need to work on and what you need to study, and then you work on those kinds of things. I think is how that works. Cool. My problem is is that it is um, self motivated. And and mm -hmm. I don't know that that is the right choice for me in this endeavor because I am not motivated to get this done right. <laughs> at all. So <clears throat> I don't know. I just have to. I just started looking into it because I just barely got the permanent charge position. So gotcha. so that is my low and high all wrapped right. up in one. I can no longer tell people I'm a fake charge nurse, and I really liked it. I like <laughs> telling people that. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, funny, Megan. Anyway, all right, um, you. Okay, so my low is um, we are, I <laughs> got it. I don't know how much to tell about my children on these podcasts. Yes, I, actually, yes, so, yeah. Um, I got an email from a teacher, <laughs> and uh, the teacher loves this child, and she's been trying really hard to work with them and all the stuff and the kids great they just have some challenges and at the end of the email it said it's like they're an overly tired toddler with impulse control <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself accurate yep yeah. <laughs> I agree to describe that so I've been looking into uh, things to help this child this week and that's just a little bit I mean, it's good, but it's just an—it's just a new thing that I know nothing about. And so, when you know nothing about it, mm, right. like, is this the right place that I'm going to go to? Yeah. Is this the right person I'm supposed to talk to? Right. Is this even the right thing we're supposed to do for this child, or should we do mm -hmm. something different? I don't know. Parenting is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's my low, which isn't really that big of a low because getting a kid help is always good. It just takes right. the brain juice. That it does. It's a little daunting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you're like, this could be like a pinnacle mo moment mm -hmm. in their life for either good or bad. And you, I mean, you can't choose that. The kid has to choose whether it's a good or bad moment. But right. anyway. Yeah. And then my high is I, my, so my business launched in March. And then this week I had an awesome influencer. Um, her name is House of Smiths. And she promoted my product and it went really 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 well and it was even more than I had been expecting so that was exciting to have it be like so slow and to feel like it was failing even though it hadn't even really started <laughs> and then have this great success where I could see the future of it and think okay we just we just need to get more momentum but now I am I'm having this kind of like is that a one and done? Like, mm. are we going to be able to do that again? Is it going to be sustainable? Which right. is all the, I mean, which is why I like business because 
very rarely is it uh, like a overnight success. You know, sure. I've been listening to a podcast called How I Built This, and it's about entrepreneurs and how they built things, like how they built their big businesses, like the Dyson guy and um, Chuck E. Cheese and Atari. <laughs> did you know that was created by the same person, Chuck E. Cheese and Atari? No, I did not. Yeah. He's a guy from Utah. Interesting. Oh, that's huh? funny. Anyway, yeah, that is interesting. Um, and all of their stories. Oh, and Melissa and Doug is on there, and and all of their stories were. I thought this was a great idea, and then it wasn't. <laughs> that's a good idea. So it's just been an interesting journey. Journey. Mostly for sure. good. This week that's, it's good. Last week was a little awesome. rough. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. We're so excited for you. I am, I am yeah, so thanks. excited for you. Thanks. And thanks for your help, Megan. Megan came over yesterday and helped me package up all I of I would have come over room. if I could. I know you would have. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a better sister. <laughs> I fly from well, Colorado. So I am the second know. child, so. <laughs> I'm 100% getting a ch- shirt. <laughs> yeah. I'm the second child. Yeah. <laughs> Which applies if you have more than three, but, you know. Right. If you only have three. It, it applies if you have two. I'm the yeah, second that's child. True, that's true. But normally you'd say I'm the baby, right? Anyway. Yeah, I <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, lots of highs and lows. It's Our future is exciting, ladies. I'm excited uh, to see where we all go. I know what Megan's lows are for the next two years. I know. know. Uh, Listen, it's it's not my low until I actually start school, and that is not happening yet. So, you know, we probably have a year before I start that as a low. Get it over with. I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. Just rip the band-aid already. I'm not starting in the summer, for sure. I may start in the fall. Well, I have to look into it. The summer may be a good time, though. No, I don't. We have all the vacations. I'm not doing it. It is over with. <laughs> you sound like all of my friends at work. They're like, you should just do it. And you want to know my my response is? Don't. I don't want to. So my response is shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Megan, don't don't get it done. Just take your time. Just I will. don't get it done. Just, <laughs> I have you, I you have till 2022. So don't be like me. Just get it done. You just want to enjoy it, though, right? Your life. I do. Anyway, here's here's (laughs) here's the thing. I am a stubborn person, and I won't. No. I shocking. (laughs) I know. But I won't even like like it a smidgen if I feel forced into it. But if it's my choice, then it will be the best possible chance it's got <laughs> right i mean i think most humans are like that but you're are you're technically being forced with a deadline anyway exactly so, so the choice of when i started is the only choice i have exactly. <laughs> your heels into that thing i will <laughs> <laughs> all right we're going to run out of time to yes, talk about all the things are. that emily's got oh, okay all right so we are going to move on to emily she is going to talk about how to get along with teenagers. So Emily, take it away. Okay. So the reason that I am that you would even want to listen to me on this <laughs> is because I have been around a lot of teenagers for a considerable amount of my life, like at, like post my own teenage years, right? So hmm. we'll call that. Oh no, my phone is ringing. 
Everybody, we got to wait. <laughs> no? It's really quiet in the background. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so I was a leader in our church for the girls' youth program, and that goes from ages 12 to 18. We've talked about it on here before. That's called the Young Women Program in the LDS Church. And I did that for um, nearly six years. And before that, I, I've, been, I've been in Young Women's, like, from the time I turned 20 to now, and I'm 38. I'm pretty sure I'm 38 now. You are. So, <laughs> You're 38. Yeah. I have probably spent 10 of those years in, 10 to 12 of those years in the Young Women's program and now I have my own teenagers I have two a 15 year old girl and a 13 year old boy and while I would not claim myself to be a mother expert I do pretty good with teenagers as a general rule so here's my here's my take on teenagers they actually want boundaries they'll tell you they hate them they'll tell you that you're the worst and they'll roll their eyes at you, and they'll pretend they're not listening to you. But at the end of the day, what's happening is they're so our brains go through two major um, two major growth spurts, right? From the time we're born until we're about twelve, and then everything resets. It like updates to 2.0 version of everything. But the very first thing that updates when you're twelve is your the center of your brain the part that that dictates your emotions and your hormones and and all like all the primal knee-jerk reaction survival that updates very very first so that starts running faster than the rest of your brain and the very last thing that updates is your frontal lobe which houses all of your reasoning abilities and your <laughs> impulse control and so your impulse center updates first. Meanwhile, your impulse control center is running on old technology. So it's no wonder that teenagers are hormonal. And I read this article that said that teenagers are surprised by their strong emotions just as much as we are. Like they have no idea where they're coming from either. And it's kind of, and they feel out of control and they don't know why they're so upset that their toast is more brown than they expected it to be. and you're right there, so you're going to get it. By the time right. they realize that they're out of control, they're already out of control. By the time sure. their impulse control center is like, hang on, it's just <laughs> toast. Mm-hmm. They've already, like, it's already there. And then, then there's like this pride situation where they can't right. be wrong, and they realize that they're acting crazy, but it's already there. So they're just going to commit to it, and <laughs> you're acting crazy, and you're ruining their life mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And once you learn that, once you remember that, they are going to give you their big emotions because they don't know what to do with them. And they actually feel really um, relieved once they, once they Mm. like unload on you and they're like, you are the worst and this Mm -hmm. is it. They feel like, Oh good. That person's thinking about my big emotion. Or if they got a, a, a poor score on a test or something and you're like, what are you doing? What is this? And they're like, Oh good. They're worrying about it. I don't have to anymore because I can't. It, I'm out of control. One, so that's why they dump it onto you because they feel like you're a stable. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Oh, Emily, I was also gonna. Yeah. I mean, similar lines. Yeah, just because it's a safe 
space, you know, because yeah. I'll have people come up to me and be like, oh, X, Y, Z about your child, mm-hmm. which is all true, and I right. know, but that's not necessarily the child we see all the time at our house, right. you know, because we yeah. are getting the big emotions, the raw emotions, yeah. all those things, because it is a safe environment to express that. So, right, yeah. Yep. So what I usually do when I am around teens is I behave on their level for part of the time and then I behave on an adult level for part of the time. And the reason that I do that is because they understand the world differently than adults do. I mean, think about it. How much of the world were you 100% sure you understood when you were 16? So much of it. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was the smartest person I knew. Right, yeah. Like maybe Mm -hmm. not academically, but right. like, yeah, you've got this. Smarts, I yeah. totally got this. Yeah, for right? sure. And, I've got it and figured out. And the adults out. around me, especially parents, mm-hmm. I was like, well, yeah, they don't know. Them, but really, right. I, I know. And my mm-hmm. kids say this to me now. They're like, Mom, you just don't even understand. I'm like, I 100% do. <laughs> I've been there. Right. I get it. Um, and so when I interact with teens, I... I try to have fun in the way that they have fun. So you gotta let you gotta let your pride go a little bit, and you've got to get goofy and um, and this isn't for everybody. I'm kind of I'm I'm a goofy person anyway. Anyway, I'm kind of weird, which I love. I don't I'm not using that as a derogatory term, but I let that show a lot more around teens than I would around <laughs> my girlfriends. I mean, I do if we're around each other for like an extended period of time, but <laughs> You're like, I can't hide it anymore. When I am around teens, because we enjoy each other so much when we're, it's like a, a synchronization, right? Sure. I, yeah. I let go of my adult inhibitions and I just mm-hmm. tap into that, that part of me that, that really just feels like the, the world, like you're indestructible and, you got this. And of course, there's insecurities. While I still do have insecurities, I mean, I just talked about being insecure about my business failing when it hadn't even been alive for two months. Like, that's not a rational thought. But, <laughs> um, but I've also come on the other side of transverse them, and I've done a lot of work on them, and, and all of that stuff. I can then be at and a resource for the teens when they want it. And that's the thing about teens is you, you can't, you can offer information, but <laughs> you can't force it. Mm-mm. You really can't force it. Right. And one of the things that um, I have learned with teens is the, the less you force, the more likely they will be to comply. And of course, sometimes you have to. Sometimes there's just a consequence or... Sure. Or whatever. But the more you approach them with love and, and you know, you, you let them know that it's okay if they express that they can't do what you're asking them to do, but they need to express it. And we need to have a conversation about it. And, and not just not showing up is not okay. And saying you're going to do it, but then not doing it is not okay. You know, you, so sometimes you do have to have those hard conversations. But for the most part, teens just want to be able to make the choices that's what they want they want to they want to be treated like adults even though they they don't see the world as a, an adult does they think that they do which is why they want to be treated like an adult <laughs> right 
my last bit of information that I'd love to give, and then we could, I mean, I could just talk about it. I actually really like teenagers. I don't mind them at all. So <laughs> my friend taught me this. She said that she had a child with severe anxiety, and she took her to therapy, and the therapist said, you have to stop um, praising her. And she was like, a what? This, this girl is already, like, overly anxious about how she's doing in, in life and in school and in social situations. And you're, you're telling me that I'm supposed to refrain from saying, oh, no, you're doing a great job, or that was great, or good for you. Or, and he goes, yeah, because what you're teaching her is to look, I mean, look outward for validation. Like, she has no mm. tools to find validation inwardly, which is part of the reasons that she's so anxious is because she's, she has to worry about every last variable outside of her that she has no control over. So say your kid brings home um, a good grade on a test. And I've used that a lot, but whatever it is, or they score a goal in soccer, or they, they perform really well on a dance, or they bring a beautiful piece of artwork home, or they do perform musically, whatever it is. Instead of saying, wow, you did great, you say, that was so fun to watch. How do you feel about it? Because, you, you know, you can say that was fun to watch because that was fun to watch for you or whatever it was. And what will happen is, so if your kid brings home that good grade, they say, look, I got a, I got a 90% on this. And you say, how do you feel about that? And you can say it in a happy tone. How do you feel about that? And at first they'll go, uh, good, because they were <laughs> expecting you to say, wow, that's great, because we've trained them to look for validation outside of themselves. And then they'll go, great. And then you just, you say, you should feel great. You worked really hard on that. And then you just leave it at that. And, and the reason you say you should feel great is because you're training them that it is okay to validate themselves. Like the right. feeling of great coming from inside them, this is an appropriate time to feel great because they put in that much work. Like that's why you say that. And eventually what happens is now my kids come home and my daughter will go, Mom, I got this on a test and I feel pretty great about it. <laughs> you should feel great. You put a lot of work into it and I, mm -hmm. you've been struggling in that class. Mm -hmm. And you can say stuff like, congratulations, that's okay, but, but you need right. to, to try and refrain from giving the validation. Sure. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Advice. And I really, I don't think teens are as scary as everybody thinks. I really like them. <laughs> Once you know that they're going to be emotional and they cannot help it, <laughs> And that they really think that they're adults and sometimes they want to be treated like it and sometimes you just need to step in as adults. Right. I think that everybody will be okay. Well, and I think I saw this great thing on, well, I don't know, Facebook, where they just said, you know, talking about teens and boundaries and things like that, and they said, you just relate it to like a roller coaster. Every time you get on a roller coaster mm, yeah. and that bar comes <laughs> down, right, even though the attendant will check it, what do you do afterwards? You check it still. Right. And he said, that's what teens do. They are checking your boundaries, and they're actually grateful the boundaries are there. So when they are kicking back or pushing back, they just are testing to make sure you're going to be consistent and you're a solid place, and they right. have that safety and that protection from themselves, literally. So it's, you know, so that, that was kind of a game changer for me. I love a good boundary and consistency. Like those are my, those are my, those are my people. She really does. <laughs> so I, I, but I, it's hard to have a kick, 
a kickback from an older child. You expect yeah. it from a toddler, but I do expect it from older, but it, it's like almost in a toddler form. And so yeah. for me, that's been, I only have one teenager, kind of almost two. So I have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. And so lots of learning curves on my end as far as navigating um, each child is different, which mm -hmm. we all know. But I feel like I am back to square one of having a four-year-old and what that looks like. But now it's an older person and different problems. But they still want the same personal thing. When they make those, yeah. when the teens make those choices yes. that a toddler yes. would make, for mm -hmm. me, for a long time, it felt personal. Like sure. they are doing this to purposely show me they are not going to be following the rules and mm -hmm. they're grumpy with me. And maybe sometimes they are, but right. for the most part, they just that that impulse control and that reasoning. Right. hasn't kicked in and it's yeah. just what their inner primal brain is telling them to do right there sure and it's their best and so once I remembered that then it's it's a little bit easier for me to just like hold up a mirror in front of their face kind of and be mm -hmm. like hey right. I don't know if you thought about this all the way through <laughs> consequence for that let, yeah <laughs> let me let me bring it down me, but I remember I just want to spell it out yeah I remember as a teenager feeling the strong emotions I wanted uh, cottage cheese and potato chips. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was such a, a good snack. I was going to say, which is a fabulous snack. I've not had that for so long. Why? What's wrong with my life? I need to get that in my life. <laughs> so anyway, I just remember being so, you know, you had it, I had it in my brain after school. I was so excited. Okay, cottage cheese was gone. And I lost it. I started crying. <laughs> I remember flopping to the ground, crying oh, no. next to the fridge because there was no cottage cheese for my potato chips. And then I started laughing because I knew how ridiculous it was. But I remember feeling so out of control and I knew it was, I knew my response was not accurate for what the situation was, but I could not, I couldn't control it. Like, so I remember feeling those over-the-top emotions for something little as well. So, hmm. anyway, it's a thing. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Emily, for those yeah. tips and advice. Yeah, just keep on plugging along. You it's make me a little less scared for teenagers, although, no, you I mean, be scared. we'll see. Yeah, I know, right? Man, yeah. I, think about, I think about the lack of emotions that, or <laughs> lack of emotional control that my children have now, and I just, <laughs> don't know that it gets worse than that and if it does I'm in trouble <laughs> my son is he he was the more emotional one but right now he's pretty good like it's leveled out yeah it's leveled yeah. out so oh, oh one can hope right. one can hope All well right, thanks Em that was fun yeah <laughs> you sound surprised <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was fun. <laughs> so fun. So glad we did this. Oh goodness. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, and have a good day. Talk Thanks. To you later. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.